of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a Swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. For Lincoln Live this morning, I have reached out to a friend who has lived in Minneapolis for 14 years. Hardly seems that long, but I'm going to talk to Ward Jacobson about the three guilty verdicts against former Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin in May of 2020 connected to the death of George Floyd. So welcome back to KFOR, a familiar voice in Lincoln. Ward Jacobson. Good morning, Ward. Hi, Dale. It's good to be here. Gosh, 14 years doesn't seem like you've been away that long, but you I have. Know, I know. It's, you know. I was just thinking about this two days ago when we got the word that uh, Walter Mondale had died. You know, I always thought, always admired that guy. I really thought he was a neat guy and a, a decent man. And, and I thought, you know, sometime along the way, we'll run into him. You know, we'll be at an event or at, 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 at something, because that's just... He felt like the kind of guy that, you know, when he lived in Minneapolis, and I'll, I'll get to meet him, and I never did. And I, you know, that's, uh, there's, there's, you know, we've seen Prince on the street, but we never saw Mondale, you know? Yeah. It's like, ah, uh, I was, uh, that really made me feel bad, and, uh, and still does. And um, I don't know, but yeah, 14 years, it's, uh, I shake my head all the time. It doesn't seem like it's been that long. No, no, it's only been 17 hours or so since the verdict was read. Uh, any sense yet, figuratively or or maybe literally, that Minneapolis is a is a different city compared to the feeling that's been there before Tuesday's verdict? Well, I think you know it's probably a little too early to tell. I haven't even been out uh, and about yet, but I think there there will be a different feeling, a sense of relief. But you know. I know celebration, I think, is, is too strong a word. I, I heard that used a lot last night. And, you know, he's, George Floyd is still dead, and he's going to remain dead. And you can't, you can't change that. That's the, the, the heart of the matter there. Obviously, the verdict was the one that everyone wanted to see. And that's a relief. Um, but there's still a long way to go. There's still the other officers. Their trial is coming up in August. There's still the, uh, you know, the, the sentencing for Chauvin. What he is he, he going to get the maximum that they can apply to him? And then there's the the whole restructuring of the police and moving forward. This is a huge first step, but there's still a long way to go. But I, I do I, I know what you're saying. I think, you know, coupled with. Everything that happened a year ago uh, after Memorial, on Memorial Day, and then the weekend, the horrible weekend that followed that, coupled with the pandemic, and, you know, obviously things are looking more positive with the pandemic as, as people continue to get vaccinated, and, and uh, that seems to be, uh, I guess, maybe at the beginning of coming under control. We're not there yet, but it's just, there's just been so much piled on. This is a, a, a really nice change of pace, and it'll... It'll be interesting to see now how the rest of the summer goes because, of course, we've got the Dante Wright situation, too, and that's only a couple weeks old now, and uh, his funeral, I believe, is tomorrow, and um, uh, there's just still so much. 
Yeah, the only thing we can really equate it to here in Lincoln is the, the, the violent protests downtown in late May, early June last year. And it it just seemed like I'll equate it to a boxer who had never been punched. We got hit in the face for yeah. the first time. And mm-hmm. there's that morning after, whoa, is this what it feels like Right. sort of reaction. Right. That first hit is is a bad one. And then if you keep getting hit, you know, pretty soon you're in the corner and, and yep. the, the you got to cut me. you got to cut me. Uh-huh. I'm bleeding here, you know, and, and make it better. And uh, uh, and that's what we feels like we've been hit many, many times. And uh, it's the 12th round in a 12-round in a fight. And, uh, you know, you want it to, to let up. You want it to ease. And, and then even you get through winter, too. That's the other thing. In Minneapolis, I mean, it's just getting through the winter is kind of a, a big accomplishment. People thrive in the winter, but it's still winter, and it's, it's harsh. And I... This year, I think Lincoln actually had a, maybe a worse winter than yeah. we did. But cold, you know. You look. The, the point being, you look forward to spring. You look forward to summer. And last year, that never happened. Obviously, there was just it was just dread the entire summer. And and this year, you, you want that to change a little bit. Although this is obviously something that it, this isn't a done deal now. This is just the beginning. Ward, I heard national reports that before yesterday's verdict, people in Minneapolis. Don't know to what extent, but they they were making two sets of plans. One, if the verdict was all guilty, which it was, and two, if the verdict was anything less than that. Mm-hmm. Was that just national? Uh, oh no, I don't think so. I Did mean, that I, happen? I, I I I hadn't actually heard that, but I, uh, I I can believe that. You know, people, a lot of people left town last year. You know, uh, after. Every, you know, those, those four days that followed George Floyd's death that led to that weekend, you know, it was Memorial Day and then Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and then that weekend that followed, that's, boy, that week was one of the more surreal weeks I can remember. And, and a lot of people, you know, if you had small kids, they went elsewhere. And it, it was harder to do that because it was the height of the pandemic. I mean, we were in the early stages still of the pandemic. You didn't know what you could do and, and where you could travel. But a lot of people just sucked it up and did that and went to relatives in other states. And I think there was a lot of talk about doing that again, you know, this year based on how this, this verdict. Because, you, you know, within a month after all of this happened last year, they started talking about, well, now, now the next thing is going to be the trial, and, and what are they going to do to this guy? You know, Chauvin was arrested, then he made bail. You know, that, oh, that people couldn't believe that. Um, and then, then, of course, the focus came on the trial. Are we going to get justice here? And um, so, yeah, there was, there was talk of if this verdict doesn't go the right way, What's this summer going to look like, and where are we going to go, and what are we going to do? And, did I, did I hear you correctly yesterday when you and I were talking? Were the schools make preparation changes in, yeah, in prep for and the that verdict? Yeah, came actually late. We were we were outside Friday afternoon last Friday and got the email uh, like at two o'clock in the afternoon saying you know Minneapolis public schools um, have decided uh, next week on the basis of what we think is. There's going to be, you know, the jurors are going to start deliberations on Monday. There could be a verdict as soon as Tuesday. Uh, I think they anticipated a fairly quick verdict, but uh, who knows? But they decided to move all schools, all schooling back to um, uh, in-home schooling, online learning. 
because um, they just didn't want students out. Most of it was based on busing and uh, not being able to travel as smoothly through the city uh, for those three days based on what might happen in the aftermath um, and not being able to get students to school on time. That was basically what they were looking at. But it's been, they've been putting students back in to in in-house schooling, in, in-person learning. Uh, they've kind of been spreading that out. Uh, our son went back in late February, and he's, so he's been back for a while. But now today and tomorrow and Friday, he's going to be home um, doing online schooling. So, yeah, they, they, they took that measure. Ward, clarify something for me here. Uh, I've heard nationally a number of times about this no police zone in downtown Minneapolis. Is that true, literally true? No police allowed in a certain area? I'm not sure exactly how that works, Dale, because frankly, I haven't been downtown for, I mean, I, I, I drive through there, but I don't go there at night, and I'm not exactly sure how that works. I don't think it's literally like that. Uh, it's kind of like the whole, when they said uh, defunding the police, mm-hmm. you know, people took that literally, you know, yeah. like, we're not going to give any money to the police. It doesn't mean that. I think it's, it's a restrictive, a more of a restrictive zone okay. where they can't, they're not as involved, they're, you know. There's so much that needs to be looked at there. Um, and with the pandemic, I mean, there's so many businesses that have left downtown Minneapolis. Um, I'm really interested to see what's going to happen there because that's a big puzzle right now. And I, I don't, I, I can't answer that completely uh, accurately, Dale, because yeah. I don't yeah. know exactly how that works. But. I don't think it's a literal interpretation. Okay. Well, what have you heard? We're running out of time. What have you heard about uh, the promises that have been made, or what's ahead for Minneapolis in terms of turning this thing around? They continue to talk about uh, how they're going to make these reforms. The Black Lives Matter uh, folks are working with city council, with the mayor, with the police chief, and what needs to be done as far as where uh, not where where not less. I don't. More of the money that is usually um, put toward the police um, on a yearly basis, where that's going to be, that needs to be restructured. That needs to go to other departments who can help the police with uh, domestic uh, violence calls, things like that. You, you don't want to not have police on the streets, obviously. We need a police force. You need to have people there to enforce the law. What needs to change, though, is case in point with the Dante Wright thing with a, 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 you know, a registration sticker or something that's not up to date, you know, is that really necessary to be pulling someone over, specifically a, a person, a man of color, uh, to pull them over on the street to ask them about that? The, the reform starts with how the police interact with the public, and that's where it needs to start. That's what they're looking at. I, uh, there's still a long, long way to go because things were proposed immediately a year ago after all of this happened, and it seemed like it was way too much, way too fast. So they've dialed that back a little bit, and uh, it's this is a start, but it's there's still a lot of work that needs to be done. All right, and you and Steph and Seth, everybody's safe. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. You know, it's um, we're right in Minneapolis. We're couple of miles from downtown. We're a mile from the third precinct that burned last year, about three miles from uh, where George Floyd uh, died. So we're right in the heart of it. And it's it's been interesting, but 
it's uh, it's good people here. There are a lot of good people here, and and I hope that it gets to the point where, you know, Dale, when you and I get into our car to go drive to the store to to buy whatever we need, we don't even think twice about getting into the car and driving somewhere because we're a white man, you know, and you just you just don't give that a thought, but. It's literally that. I mean, there are people of color, specifically black males, who are afraid to get in their car and drive anywhere. And you just can't have that. You can't have that in the United States of America in 2021. That's got to change. That is that is the exact example that I run through my head all the time and talk about people about the privilege that white people have in this country and how this country needs white people in particular need to get a little uncomfortable mm-hmm. in, in where we are and what we hear and uh, what, we're, what kind of conversations we have. And so, exactly. yeah, yeah, we're, we're thinking alike. Well, you be safe. And uh, I hope to, that you and I meet here later on this summer. I'm planning a, a trip up there and we'll get together and have lunch. All right. Thanks, Dale. That that sounds great to me. And, and hi to all my friends back there at uh, the radio station and in Lincoln. I uh, miss Nebraska and miss Lincoln. Haven't been back as much now uh, this last year and uh, hope to get back soon. Yeah. Ward Jacobson joining me on Lincoln Live.